Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata with the remarkable story of Steve Saint. Steve was born in a mission hospital in 1951 to Nate and Marge Saint, who lived in Quito, Ecuador. His family lived in that country because his father was a missionary pilot with Mission Aviation Fellowship. In 1956, in an effort to make peaceful contact with the Wadani Indians, Nate Saint and four other missionaries, including Jim Elliott, were killed. They were speared to death, and their bodies were left on a sandbank in a river. It was a story that drew international attention back in 1956, and you can read more about it in the classic book by Elizabeth Elliott, Through Gates of Splendor. But let me get back to Steve's story. After the death of his father, the family moved to Quito, Ecuador, where young Steve attended school. It was during this time that his aunt Rachel Saint and Elizabeth Elliot were trying to make peaceful contact with the very Indians who killed their brother and husband. Five years later, after much prayer and effort, Elizabeth and Rachel were able to successfully reach out to the Wadani Indians. In fact, the two women missionaries even lived with them in the jungle. At ten years of age, Steve Saint went to live with the Wadani, staying with them during the summers. As a young boy, he learned about living in the jungle and also developed friendships with many members of the tribe. Then, in June of 1965, Babe, as he was called by the tribe, Steve Saint was baptized in Christ in the very river by two of his father's killers, who had also since opened their hearts to Christ. After graduating from high school in Quito, Steve Saint moved to America, where he attended Wheaton College, and soon after graduation, he returned to Ecuador and worked for a time as a tour guide. It was there that he met and married his wife, Ginny, who was visiting Ecuador on a short-term mission team. Shortly after the birth of their first child, the Saints returned to the United States and lived in Minnesota, where Steve Saint began a successful career as a businessman. Then in 1994, his Aunt Rachel died in Ecuador after spending 36 years with the Wadani. Steve immediately traveled back to Ecuador to bury her, and it was then that the Wadani tribe, who had known Steve as a child, they asked him to move his family down to live with them. After thinking the decision over with his family, he accepted the tribe's invitation, and he moved to the jungle in 1995. Steve Saint worked closely with the Wadani to improve their living conditions, and he helped build a community center and develop a desperately needed economy. Steve Saint left Ecuador in 1996, feeling that his continued presence with the tribe might hinder their progress towards self-dependency. He has, however, continued to work with the tribe. During one trip, he was helping a group of Wadani Indians put together their own airplane. A group of Quechua Indians approached him and asked why they could not build an airplane for their tribe. That's when Steve Saint realized the need for a global effort aimed at teaching practical skills to indigenous people. So shortly afterward, he founded the Indigenous People's Technology and Education Center called iTech. Steve has been hard at work on iTech projects for many years now. And in fact, it was during the development of one of those projects that he suffered a terrible accident. He became a quadriplegic. A broken neck landed him flat on his back in a hospital. Steve himself will be with us tomorrow to tell us about that. So please join us next time for more on the remarkable story of my friend Steve Saint.